Yay. Whose turn Andrew, is it? Andrew. Andrew. Me? Me? Oh, I just want to hear more of your voice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Fills me with Jackson. Jackson, if you are so inclined, if you're so excited, if you're so comfy, I think I can oblige. Hello, and welcome to episode... 216. An episode. (laughs) Yeah, 216 (laughs) of the official podcast. (laughs) Where today's topic that's going to start us out is about a very special video game. A game that I I guess now all four of us have played. Oh, yeah. And Uh. it's uh, one that that Kaya is currently playing. And I wanted to discuss it because I love talking about this game. It's Heavy Rain. So first, first of all, I haven't finished it yet. I have like three hours left. So don't spoil the ending for me. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me who the killer is or anything. Other than that, we can discuss it and we can talk about why D- David Cage deserves to have everyone that he loves in his life dragged out of their homes and shot in front of him. I hate that man with a passion. Every single game that man has ever made has been torturous to play through. All of them. Even Charlie's dogs hate David yeah, Cage. I'll close the door. Hold on. It's, it's a trigger word for them. They just freak yeah. out. <laughs> Triggers uh, me too. I get it. So, Kyle, what's your favorite part of Heavy Rain? Is it the fact that David Cage is extremely French and didn't bother to, like, <laughs> localize a lot of the scripts so they say really weird, oh. awkward phrases that don't make any sense in English? So, the chat and I figured out, so I'm playing this on stream, we figured out a way that I wish we had thought of when I was playing all the other games. I played on any language other than English, so I turn on Japanese and it feels like an anime game and all of a sudden it's funny. Right. So it's much, much, much easier to get through when you're not listening to it on English. So I don't know the localization issues. I know that David uh, David Cage apparently likes to use words that don't exist, like hypothesis with yeah. an E instead of an I. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. it's rife with spelling errors. <laughs> so a, a big part of it is because he's French and he kind of wants to. He he doesn't understand that if you're making a game that speaks English, you need to properly speak English and not just kind of like warp French into English. So a good example of this that happens a lot in the game is characters say the word wasteland every every like five minutes. And it's because the, the he's trying to use a word in French that means like a like an abandoned alley or a, a phrase in French. It's like, oh, I found my my dead son in like a back alley or in a parking lot or whatever. But his word for it that translates for some reason is wasteland. So so no. you'll have characters explaining like I found the body of my son in this empty wasteland and it's like what does that mean? What what, what do you mean a wasteland? You're I, in would, New York. I would know immediately what he means by an alleyway. If he said wasteland yeah. I'd know. I just get David Cage. <laughs> <laughs> His best game is Detroit this- Become Human oh, by yeah, far. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. which also sucks ass. Okay, and I'm gonna be the contrarian here. I, I'm apparently the, the only one among us who doesn't like that game. It started out fine. The first 2 hours were okay. And then I just got slowly bored and bored by the trite, boring, overdone, oh, are robots human? What if AI was, like, conscious? Are you really well, sure you can kill done, them and feel good about it? It's done in such a goofy, entertaining way, though. Yeah. Well, the other, the other problem with Heavy Rain that makes it a lot worse is that the main actor who plays Ethan is also a French actor. So English is not nearly his first language, nor like the language he can act in. So that's why he has lines where he's like, I better get I better take a shower before I get dressed and go downstairs. It's like he's just so weird and goofy. So it's just hard to take any of it seriously. When's the last time you played it, Andrew? 
Oh god, like two years ago or something? I've played it like three times because I, I think it's fucking hilarious. I love that okay, game. Again, pro tip, uh, next time you replay, just put it on Japanese and have fun on your stream. It, it works, you know, you, you, you're running around through the mall going, Jason, oh, Jason, son, Jason, oh, Sean, Jason, oh, oh where's my son? <laughs> It's like fucking hysterical, and then there's just the whole thing that he's an awful dad. He kills one of his kids and gets the other one yeah. kidnapped. He's is like, that, "Where's Jason?" Is know. that David Cage's <laughs> idea of a Japanese translation? It's just awful English improvisation, <laughs> <laughs> like super racist caricatures. <laughs> it may have been my uh, little creative freedom in telling the story, but I don't. God, I don't know I if the. That's a fun part. I don't know if any of the voices. Um, are good acting. I don't know if the Japanese voice acting is good. I've been told by my chat that the French is good, apparently, which is expected yeah, because it's a French sense. company. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. I, I listened to the German a little, that sucked ass, and then just, just the game entirely, all of it blows ass. So you're having this guy do a bunch of challenges, and one of the challenges is that, so for those who don't know, that a killer kidnaps some guy's kid, and to give the kid back, he has to do some fucking challenges, like... One of them is he has to cut the cut off the tip of one of his fingers to save his child. And I'm sitting there thinking, David Cage doesn't have any love in his life, does he? Because a lot, that's not a tough thing to do. That's not like a lot of people will cut off their whole arms to save their children. And you're having this character have a heart attack because he has to cut off the tip of his pinky. Really? And then he has to get in a car and speed. That's one of the challenges, by the way, when he said the, the game doesn't let you fail. So I just I was on the highway and I I didn't touch the mouse or the keyboard. I leaned back and put my legs on the table and I still passed the level somehow, letting it play and run into every car. That game sucks ass. All of it. I don't know how David Cage keeps getting away with it. It's like, it's like, don't not. These company, I guess when you, oh, uh, where do I even, and you know, Jackson was worried this wouldn't be getting yeah. us talking enough. It's like, how, do, how did Telltale Games who at least put some effort into their games go Whoa. under, but these two haven't. That's well, I, a, I don't know. Well, I think Telltale games and effort, Cage. let's not go yeah. too far. Yeah, that's David Cage puts claim. way more effort in to his games. Yeah. At least David Cage, when he makes a game, it takes a few years. There's a huge graphical yeah. upgrade. There's different tech, or different mechanics yeah. involved. When Telltale makes a game, it's the same engine from over a decade ago with the exact same choices, story, yeah. and like basically the same I'll give like you the David, graphics look better, but the mechanics are exactly the same. The, the, mm -mm. Detroit same Become the Human is just games. heavy rain with a skin. Are you crazy? It's the exact same gimmick. The guy, no. uh, what's this? What's this fucking face? The detective in Heavy Rain, the one with the cyber glasses. That's just Detroit Become Human. You're investigating a fucking crime scene, yeah, going around looking Kaya, at footsteps. But Kaya, you've never played Omicron, have you? Oh uh, no, the hell is that? Omicron, Omicron, I think was his first game or definitely one of his first games. It has David Bowie in it and you play as like a dimension hopping alien that like possesses other people's bodies to fight hand to hand combat against evil aliens. And it plays nothing like any of his other games. What does it play like then? Is it like a brawler? It plays like, like shit. shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's 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 this weirdly experimental sci-fi game and it plays like shit, but the gameplay is mostly like running around the city looking for stuff and then when it actually gets to the action it's like a 2D combat game like Street Fighter. It's not good at all, but it's it's radically different than everything else he's done, but I mean, it, you got to give David Cage credit. At least all of his games like thematically and presentation-wise are very different. Like Heavy Rain in Detroit and Beyond Two Souls and Omicron, they all 
at least they're all unique from each other. Whereas with Telltale, it's like, how the fuck do you tell any of the Walking Dead episodes apart at all? Because they don't innovate all... at any point. So I went to this guy's Wikipedia page, and it's no wonder that all of his writing is terrible and extremely shallow and is mundane. Is he illiterate? Under, under personal life, literally, the only, it's a one-sentence description of personal life. Cage identifies as an atheist. Oh. That's, his, that's his only character trait, apparently. <laughs> Nothing else. He doesn't have parents, a wife, <laughs> child. Of course not. He's just atheist. <laughs> that is a fucking Reddit it's made a video game, and th- there you go. It's fuck. And then, oh my god. And then there was Beyond Two Souls, which I just remembered. No, yeah, the game. That, that one was. Are you, are you telling screen. me you didn't like the scene in fi- what, what was it? Not fair enough. Indigo Prophecy. In Indigo Prophecy, um, where you fair, gain right? the powers of God and fly around kung fu fighting an alien. <laughs> I haven't played that one yet. Oh, that's it's another on good one. List. That's so Indigo Prophecy is great because it was David Cage's first like hard narrative walking around exploring characters' lives games and and the first eighty percent is it's okay. It's solid, it's goofy, it's dumb, but it tries some interesting things. And then just at that eighty one percent mark, the main player the main player is given the power of God from space aliens and spends the rest of the game flying around like a super saiyan using kung fu wait aliens gave him the power of god yeah he opens like a dimensional portal (laughs) so these were christian uh, aliens it was it was a it was a long time ago that i played this but basically the start of the game is like you wake up in a bathroom you've killed somebody and you have no memory of it and you're like oh fuck i gotta get rid of the evidence get out of here and you also play as like the detectives who investigate the murder and it's like it's like very much like heavy rain but about 80% in this dimensional portal opens and like through all the story, this weird shit is happening and this alien talks to you and he's like, all right, man, we gave you our alien powers because I don't know, we would like them back now and you can like come to our alien dimension and it'll be cool. And if you say yes, you get the bad ending because it's a trick. But if you say no, you harness the alien powers and you literally start flying around the city using like dual guns and exploding things and kung fuing everybody. And that's the good ending. It's a great experience. I like David uh, Cage's games. At least they're different from the standard run-of-the-mill games. At least there's oh, like I love a character to them. Yeah, they feel you. There's unique. a reason I've played all of them. I think they're great. They're I not agree. they're not objectively good, but they're like a bad movie that you love watching. They're awesome. I guess yeah, that's a good way to put it, but Fuck, man. I mean, b- bad movies at least you just have to sit there and do nothing. When when it's video games and they're bad, it takes a toll on you. So, like, try this. I, I've told you guys before. Try this. Download Beyond Two Souls on Steam. Nope. Play it without a controller. Nah. You will nah. not be uh. able to do it. You can't uh. do it. I, I'll pose this challenge to our viewers or to our listeners. Do it and tell me your experience. You're going to want to kill yourself two minutes in. It's impossible. That's easily the worst one, though, to be he, fair. He he fully modeled, oh, modeled so Ellen Page naked without her knowing, right? Or he personally <laughs> didn't oversee it. Somebody yeah, he, did. He <laughs> snuck into her house and took photos of her naked and was like, this is going in my game. Oh. Yeah, but... And then, like he still had to approve it, right? He's, like there wasn't some rogue 3D modeler that went out of his way, I assume. Like that came from from him. Like he likes his game. boobies. He like he likes women with short hair, and he likes taking their clothes off. I've noticed he does the same in uh, Heavy Rain with a girl who d- f- dreams about getting raped at the beginning. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and, and Beyond Two Souls, and I got duped. I looked at the screenshots, and it's like it has William Dafoe and Ellen Page, and I'm like, wow, just 
I guess has some production value behind it. No, no. I forgot what a whiny bitch Ellen Page is too. She's insufferable to listen to. I mean, there you go. As far as English voice acting is concerned, Andrew, she sounds like she's on the verge of tears every single minute. William Dafoe is in it. He's like goofy. I can't tell yeah. if he's evil or not. And then at the end, of course, he turns out to be evil because David Cage can't write his way out of a wet paper bag. That man sucks so hard. I really want to get him yeah. on the podcast just so I can insult him and have him just stare at me blankly because he probably doesn't speak English. Oh, it's fuck. the funniest. It's the funniest, ironicest shit that fucking Beyond Two Souls has the most star power behind it. And it's the worst one by far. Is he working on anything new? Oh, Is he yeah. going to pump out another I one of these cards? So. I love his games. He's taking <laughs> English classes. <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> it would kind of be funny if he if he actually was like dyslexic or something. He just doesn't. <laughs> he just can't. Yeah. I, I mean, it's still no excuse not to hire a proofreader or literally anybody who speaks English. To play your game once through. Pretty sure he has a big, pretty big he's... studio with like Sony funding. He's got Quantic Dream. Yeah, they're not bad. Yeah, but I don't think anyone there actually plays their own game. I think they just hit the fucking compile button on the code, and you know, if they're if they don't get any errors and just warnings, they go, "Oh, good enough, ship it." I, I don't know if they do quality like assurance. Huh? I didn't notice any like glaring bugs yeah. or game breaking issues. <laughs> yeah again play beyond two souls on a keyboard oh, that's mouse, different Charlie. that's the I only one i don't want to play played. that yeah kaya you're that's sitting not down difference. and going that's, play. Quali- that's that's part you're, of quality assurance is making sure that it's playable no you're, which it you're was sitting not. down you're sitting down and going play devil may cry on the xbox connect and see how much fun it is <laughs> it's like <laughs> no it's not- <laughs> no I, I i'm saying sit down sit down pay the money that they ask you to pay for a product that they publicly re- released and shipped I didn't just hack into their server like Tom Cruise rappelling down and steal this from their mainframe like a beta that they didn't release. No, just they make you pay money for this shit, man. It should actually work. It's insufferable to play. Can you stop trying to make me play Beyond Two Souls? I don't want to. Yeah, I kind of want to replay. I kind of want to replay Detroit now that we're talking. Yes, about I want to try Beyond <laughs> Two oh, Souls. It's so good. Oh, God, Charlie. I, if you play Do Beyond it, Two bitch. Souls, bring me along. I want to watch you play that game. It's terrible. Do it. Uh, I want to watch you. I, I don't played. even care about the game. Yeah. Set a camera on your face. I'll watch you. Try to speedrun that bitch. Is there a speedrun for this game? Let's see. I don't know. I finished it in like 10 hours. That was fat. That couldn't have been faster. Half the time you're fighting the camera. So <laughs> I'm, I'm also looking it up. Quantic Dream is not has not announced a new game yet, but they've like published a bunch of other smaller games. But they said they're working on something. Stay tuned. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that, Yay. like, uh, because uh, Detroit was a huge success, I'm pretty sure. And that had it so was, much funding. It, that was a PlayStation it was their, exclusive. They, it did something for them. I think it was, like, their first game that breached, like, the best sellers or something. It was a big, big game for them. Do you think David Cage was surprised that it got positive reviews <laughs> and such? <laughs> that would have been I hope not. a beautiful that day That man deserves him. the world. Unbelievable. I just really want to go into his brain and make like the perfect David Cage game and see what it would look like. Oh, well. Well, apparently like this. Well, do you think that in the David Cage game, the characters would be wearing cuts clothing? Absolutely. David Cage is a big fan of style. 
Yeah. Tell us about it. David Cage is a, a big fan of classic men's fashion, including staples like plain tees, and refining it, combining premium quality with minimal aesthetic. Oh my oh my god. Oh my god. It's that's exactly what cuts does. Of course they'd be wearing it in the game. Cuts make shirts, polos, hoodies, and crew sweatshirts that are made for men who work hard, play hard, and never settle for less. Built for performance in the boardroom, the bar, or the gym, Cuts Clothing keeps you sharp wherever your game may take you. In 2016, Cuts founder Steve Borelli set out to create the perfect t-shirt, one that complemented every occasion. And you know what? He may have made the perfect t-shirt. I've got a couple cut shirts myself. I wear them sometimes, and when I wear them, I feel like, oh, look at the way this this hugs my body and the, the sheen of these nice quality colors they got here. I love it. I'm feeling it. You can also do the shop by cut shopping experience, which gives you the power to choose your signature T-shirt. You can select your collar, bottom cut and color, and each cut is tailored to fit your lifestyle. They are sophisticated and presentable for both the workplace as well as a night out. Entrepreneurs, mavericks, athletes, podcast hosts, whoever you want to talk about and whoever you want to hear talk about things, they love cuts. Let's kick off 2021 the right way. Start your wardrobe by getting 15% off of your first order by going to cutsclothing.com slash official. That's cutsclothing.com slash official for 15% off the only shirt worth wearing. Boys, they also make pullover hoodies. And normally, I'm a, I'm a zip guy. I will only wear a hoodie if it's a zip normally. But I tried mm-hmm. their pullover. It's fucking great. It, it's like a really good fitting hoodie. I like it. It's comfy. Cutsclothing.com slash official for 15% off. Lovely. Nice. Mm-hmm. Gotta look good when video games yeah. make you cry. Yeah. So what do you got uh. for us, Jackson? <sighs> Jackson? Jackson? <laughs> Jackson! <laughs> oh, no. Cut with our pants down. <laughs> well then, all right. Okay. What do you have, Charlie? I was thinking of a good topic from yesterday. Andrew and I did the presidential fitness test, and I puked <laughs> after running a mile. When is the last time you ran, Kaya? You puked? Yeah. <laughs> um, not too long ago. We have a forest here, but why... I, I guess I, I, I don't know. I'm not trying to say I, I wouldn't puke. I guess I just don't really measure the distance. So what happens? Uh, I tried to run the mile and I got like maybe halfway doing like either like a half sprint, not like a full sprint, but like a half sprint. And then uh, I ended up having to walk the rest. But by the time I was done, I was oh, so sprints. incredibly ill. Yeah. That well, I, don't okay. sell yourself well, short, I, though. Do don't you, sell yourself short, do you, though. We also did uh, pull-ups and push-ups and some other stuff. I after. do those all the time, though. It's running that I don't do. Also, I'm pretty sure well, I just heard Jackson. You, yeah, wait, what? What? You Welcome ran back. You you up. Up. What? I went, yeah, I went what to the, the fuck, toilet. Jackson? Oh, my God. Wow. Are you telling me you don't sit there patiently while I do the ad reads? I did Are you most fucking serious? Jackson, I'm server <laughs> muting you for this call. Anyway, guys, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Charlie. Yeah, so the, just like running is brutal, like absolutely brutal. Do you have to sprint? Did you have to sprint? Do you mean like all out? You ran as fast as you could, right? No, no, no. Like I did a half sprint. I didn't do like a full all out oh. sprint. Okay. Well, so then does the presidential 
So this is what the president has to do. So he's certified fit. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. Wait. What? This what, is what a, that's a great way to interpret that name. I like yeah, that. So the presidential fitness test was a, uh, a program designed for I think it's fourth through sixth graders, or it might actually just be fourth and fifth graders oh, to get them like yeah, healthy what, and active. I, oh, I, that's mm-hmm. what I was confused so confused about. I was like, no way, fucking Trump's McDonald's ass was running a mile. <laughs> that can't be true. Okay. But, uh, well, so I'm children still confused. Do this. Why, yeah, but why is it what, what's why is it called presidential then? What what's presidential about it? I believe it was like a presidential decree a long time ago that children need to be active, so they came up with this course. But the uh, the expectations on them are absurd. Andrew looked it up yesterday. For a mm-hmm. 17-year-old boy, which is the highest age range for the presidential fitness course, they expect 53 push-ups in a row. And I th- yeah, it, without resting. Yeah, with mm. no rest, fifty-three straight push-ups, yeah. which is absurd. Most I think like I actual, when I was seventeen. No, most actual <laughs> lifters can't do fifty-three in a row. No, no fucking. That is a chance. very arbitrary number. Why fifty-three? I it's no a idea. big. There's a big whole table based on like your age range and your sex, oh, where it's like, oh, if you're a twelve-year-old girl, you can do this many push-ups. And so we were like, well, if we're doing this as grown adult men who occasionally work out, we should be able to do like the you know, the highest age range. So it goes up to 17 years old and you are expected yeah. to do 53 push-ups without resting. How many did was you do? This? I did yeah, like, how many did you do? what? Uh, well, so what we did was we thought, oh, we'll make a baseline. What was it? We said 10 to 15 was reasonable. Yeah, this was before looking it yeah. up because I remember back in school, pull-ups was six, which is easy. Push-ups yeah. I thought was only like 10 or 15. And then Andrew looked it up and saw fucking 53, and then we realized, like, yeah. there's no way we're being chosen by the president for his fitness army yeah. or whatever. So I, I just did 10 <laughs> just to do it. Cause, cause so I, I assume we went into it going, okay, we'll do the entire presidential fitness test. So we, we ran however much we could run without dying, and then we did pull-ups, and then we did push-ups, and I had assumed, okay, I'll just do, like, the minimum because we're still doing, like, three more exercises, but then Charlie passed out and vomited, so we stopped. It's called the presidential fitness test because that's how they select people for the Secret Service. They're recruiting from, like, third grade. That's right. <laughs> the Secret Service agents have to be in fourth or fifth grade yeah. and, and only have, have to, to do, do like, push-ups. ten push-ups. How old, how old is this uh, test, this decree? Because like, It's very like, old. It, does it predate yeah. high-fructose corn syrup because that is a very high bar for americans today 53 and by the way yeah. i mean a 17 year old boy if he wasn't a fat ass and actually worked that easily 53 push-ups is nothing for a 17 year old boy no but no these no. days you, you are un- i don't know what push-ups you guys are doing 53 no. e- even when i was in college in my fucking uh human sciences courses which was like actual athletes and trainers not many people could do more than 40 push-ups in a row with good form like, if you're doing good form push-ups, 40 is, like, top-line shit. Like, our fucking teacher, who was an actual certified personal trainer, capped out at 50. He didn't hit 53. That is an absurd I number. I, I don't get that. I don't at all get that. I want to look up who made this up. Mm-hmm. Well, Kaya and Jackson still didn't answer the introductory question. Yeah, what was the last, last time, time you guys ran? ran? Oh, Jesus. I did. I said not too long ago, but I don't know what, what the date was in the last year. Yeah, probably within the last year. I went on like a fitness run at the beach. Is How it called the President's Challenge? I, Sorry. I don't know. Uh, it was called the Presidential Fitness Test. I mean, maybe it's called the President's Challenge now, but back then it was the Presidential Fitness Test. 
Lyndon I think B. I, Johnson. I think I read it got replaced by the Pacer test, if most of the kids know what that is now. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. By what? The Pacer test? The, the, the Pacer test. test, which is like a different fitness test for schools. Yeah, you, you I think that replaced that. basically just run that. back and forth, and you have to do it increasingly faster and faster in time with, yeah. like, a buzzer. Mm. Yeah. We had that. I you did? I never had. So I, I was like losing my mind because when I started streaming, every time people came in, they were like, did you do the fitness grand pacer test? Did you have that? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I've never heard of that. So I'm glad to see it's real and not a fever dream because apparently yeah, everyone's yeah. done it but my school. Well, when you and I went to school, it was the presidential fitness test. That's that is probably right then. OK, that would make sense. You were one of the last few presidential candidates. Yeah, we're so ancient. I looked it up. So it was started in the Eisenhower administration to see what people in society were fit for military service. Wow, Eisenhower. that's that's pretty fucked up. So it must be looking right, at actually. the one then, because the Wikipedia page I'm staring at says this was introduced by Lyndon B. Johnson and discontinued in 2018, I guess. Mm. They finally realized that we, we can't keep giving... Uh-huh. Americans this test that is not happening <laughs> the standards are crazy like actually fucking crazy yeah no I mean you know everything has changed since then uh, men on average have lower testosterone we're all unhealthier by far that's just not gonna happen anymore your average 17 year old isn't gonna go around knocking off 50 push ups or pull ups or whatever unhealthier. it is our fucking diet is <laughs> God, uh, American food culture still disgusts me every it's time. It's sweet that, you know, they, they want to encourage kids to work out, I guess, but... Yeah. Well, they don't. They canceled I, 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 it. Yeah, I guess they canceled it in favor of, I, I don't know, fucking magazines that tell you you're beautiful at 600 pounds, which is now the culture that we live in. <laughs> I, we've lost this war. Just go home. The new presidential challenge is to eat 50 cheeseburgers in one city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you be surprised not- if that happens? If not, you're not I fit wouldn't. to be an American. <laughs> yeah. you're de- you're That's a symptom of our bigger, biggest problem, though. The bigger problem is that American diets and food culture is like really unhealthy food and large amounts of it. That's the thing we need to stop before anything else. Yeah. Why do you eat American sugar and grease down our throats? Just eat. It's just every every option we get have is unhealthy. It's like we don't put money That's or not effort into McDonald's yeah, sells salads now. Which have more calories than the Big Mac. No, the salads, if I remember correctly, are actually pretty okay. No, no. The dressing in the salads is extremely calorically dense, and if you eat it as intended, it's got more calories well, than the Big for Mac. No ca- yeah, no, the- ask for no dressing, then. But how many people do that? And Zero. also, by that point, you're just eating, like, a burgerless, uh, a bunless burger. So it's like people don't lettuce. order that. You can make custom yeah. burgers where it's just lettuce. Or, it's just Jackson, lettuce if, Jackson here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you're health conscious, you're not eating at McDonald's to begin with. You're cooking your own yeah. food. I'm pretty sure McDonald's only started offering salads because they got sued into it. Yeah, Wasn't they that a thing where somebody it. sued yeah. them? They were so fat, and then they argued that they had no choice but to eat greasy burgers because McDonald's didn't offer salads. Was that a thing? Yeah, that the, it's possibly, such a, yeah. That, that sounds true, which is such a dumb fucking thing. The choice is eating at McDonald's or not. You don't have to, you, you're, not, you're not forced to eat yeah. at McDonald's. But then fucking McDonald's shouldn't have offered salads then because now they've basically just apologized and bent over for it. They basically just said, we I can't this fucking. 
Have you guys seen that magazine cover where, so like 10 years ago, this, the, Charlie will remember, what was the culture? Was it like fat activism or? Haze, health at every size, right? That was, that's what it was called, where 400 pound women would go around arguing that they're beautiful and healthy. It's making a comeback. So I'm not Did surprised at all away? with all this. The, yeah, for a while it died down. But now just recently, a couple of weeks ago, I saw this magazine cover. I don't know for what, like Vogue or some other magazine that had this. She looked like 500 pounds and the, the headline was in big bold letters. This is healthy. So not like they skipped. Uh, you used to say at least this is beautiful, which is subjective. You know, there's people who are, who are into fat people. But now they're saying it's actually healthy, not just beautiful, but this is good. It's healthy for you. So I have no hope left for uh, the West in that regard. I will not be surprised if they do actually make children swallow burgers and kebabs as a fitness test. So, what, so I'm looking at the... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. It's, well, I was going to say, what's their argument for it being healthier? Like mentally healthier? They're fat and salty that people don't want to fuck them. That's it. So they put themselves on the cover. I, I don't know. It's, sometimes you think like... Is the point to make people angry? Like somebody's going to see this and they're going to have such a visceral reaction that this is ridiculous that they have to engage with your tweet. Is that the point? Is that why you guys are doing this? But I don't know. I feel like they actually do believe it. So I've got the McDonald's menu open to add some credibility <laughs> onto what we were talking about earlier. So a Big Mac is about 540 calories. That's a the least, yeah. A Southwest chicken salad is 430 calories, and then the dressings are, depending on which one you choose, anywhere from 40 to 190. Mm. So, so it could still be pretty less. much about the same, maybe a little more. Well, yeah, but well, no, if you go for the 40 yeah. calorie dressing, then right. it's less but, than the But think Mac. about all the people, but the, the problem is that it's the food culture. I mean, think how many people go to McDonald's and they go, I'll get a salad, that's healthier. And then <laughs> they're just eating, they're eating literally just as many calories, you know? But people don't pay attention to that shit. It, well, they could be eating healthier in the sense that it's got like... Uh, proper nutrients in it maybe as opposed to just i, I guess macronutrient wise yeah but i mean the point is that people like they associate those foods with losing weight yeah and it's you're not going to you know but that's that's how it is we have fast food restaurants push healthy options but it's like if you want to eat healthy you're not eating fast food that's really all there is to it so Send me through that test. Maybe I, I kind of want to do it now. The presidential fitness one. Try it. I think if yeah, any of Jackson, us tried it, throw up. I, I think I'd throw up as well. I'm too sick. Yeah, probably. Out of it. Well, Jackson, <laughs> if, you, if you're not feeling very good, maybe you could lie down and take a nap. Yeah, but where, Andrew? And how? Well, on your Helix mattress. And by mm. getting a Helix mattress I love on how the you internet. always have the answers for me, Andrew. Thank you. I do. I do. I always have the answer. And the answer is that we need sleep. Every human on the planet <laughs> needs sleep. There's, there's like been four or five people in human history where they got something in the brain that says they don't need to sleep. But guess what? I'm, I'm going to give you a harsh reality. You're not one of them. You need sleep listening to this. Statistically, that's how it works. That's why Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and can match your body type and sleep preferences to find the perfect mattress for you. Everyone's unique, and Helix knows that, just like those people who don't need sleep. But you do need sleep, so you should look at their several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, firm, 
and even mattresses designed to cool you down if you are a hot sleeper. Helix was awarded number one best mattress overall of 2020 by both GQ and Wired magazine. They have a 10-year warranty, and you can try it for 100 nights risk-free. They will even pick it up for you if you don't love it. You can go to helixsleep.com official, take the two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Helix is also offering up to $200 off of all mattress orders and two free pillows if you order at helixsleep.com slash official boys i personally love sleeping i've slept on things Mm -hmm. before and the helix mattress in my opinion was a good thing to sleep on if you want to look in your wallet and notice you have 200 more dollars than you originally did and if you want two free pillows because you didn't have to pay for those pillows and you saved 200 ordering a new mattress you can go to helixsleep.com slash official that's helixsleep.com slash official Jackson, check. Jackson, are you still here? Yep. Didn't go this time. You didn't fall asleep on that on that Helix mattress? (laughs) Oh, hell no. Just testing. I mean, I I, I would have if I was on a Helix mattress because they're so damn comfortable. Mm -hmm. Uh, You guys want to talk about the cock lock thing? Cock cage. The hacker that took control of the cock cages? Yes, of course. Isn't that Jackson's topic? He would finally have a topic if he brought this up. No, Charlie made a video out of it. Yeah, uh, I love the right, story. Right. So Charlie, give us a run. He's already him. talked about it. Yeah, uh, tell us about it, Charlie. Uh, I just I posted the tweet in in our Discord. We, I didn't actually look into have, it. The headline made me laugh. We have three. We have three or four listeners who listen to this show on audio only and don't check the YouTube channel, so they might not have heard of this. It's a mastermind supervillain. Uh, he took control of. Uh, smart chastity cages, which uh, were being made by Shul, a company that had a known vulnerability in their chastity cages. And eventually, a couple days ago, Hacker exploited it by locking people's dicks inside of it with no escape and holding <laughs> them for ransom of Bitcoin. I was going to say we should maybe explain what a chastity cage is, but then yeah, I realize I our listeners are all a bunch of degenerates, so they probably already know. But it's a thing you can put on your dick so it doesn't get hard. And the whole yeah. point is that somebody else controls whether you or not you get hard. It's like you're supposed to be a submissive bitch, right? That's a point. Hmm. You, you hand the key to someone else. And it's, apparently this one is um, electronic, so your mistress... Your dominatrix can lock and unlock your cock cage remotely <laughs> and somebody hacked them, which you would think they would enjoy. Why would you pay the Bitcoin ransom? I mean, this is isn't this doesn't this play right into your fantasy? Well, yeah, but it's perpetual. Like he, there was no other way of getting it off uh, until the company oh. came out with a, uh, a, a solution, which was using a screwdriver and breaking it. <laughs> Which voids your warranty. <laughs> Did they oh, have to Lord. find a little hole and stick a needle in it to reset it to factory settings? <laughs> what? Smash it with a hammer? But, no, a lot of these people stay in those things for prolonged periods of time, Charlie, like months. They actually live in those things. So yeah, but there's, mm. there's still an element of consent there. Like you're doing it with a partner that you trust, not with some <laughs> r- yeah. Russian hacker who's like yeah. exporting you for Bitcoin. Yeah, a, a big part of the kink is trust. <laughs> if if you didn't know what they were going to do, you could freak out easily. Well, well, also, what, what, what could the hacker sure. do? Like, does it does it shock you in any way? Does it like send a little electric <laughs> tingle down your down your shaft, or is it just it's got like a little a, taser in it? 
Is it just a cage? No. It's it's just a cage. I guess it is just a cage, yeah. Um what? I mean wouldn't you put in a some sort of a I don't know, hard lock, uh, not lock, but manual override, I guess, a red button <laughs> just in case. <laughs> if it's gonna be electronic. You would think, but they they did not. You'd have to go through customer support to have them like override the hacker or do the screwdriver technique. <laughs> Imagine trying to get your penis unlocked, and they're like, "What's your mother's maiden name?" <laughs> did you install two factor for your penis authentication? <laughs> we're gonna need you to reset your password. <laughs> oh god i forgot oh, my penis sucks. cage email shit uh well sucks with those guys i suppose they're they're fine Keep now they've, they've got a screwdriver they can free themselves yeah <laughs> they can just break it it's fine but do they want to do you guys think those hackers maybe got some messages from them like yeah dominate me harder demand more bitcoin the hackers would be haunting them. The hacker would send them like uh, messages like your cock is mine or I'm a wizard who took control of your <laughs> penis and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> as far as hacks go, this one's pretty good. Uh, it was like a good a, idea. It's harmless. That is really goddamn well, funny. Well, it's definitely not harmless. <laughs> I mean, I, I, would, that, would that damage someone's penis? Surely if it was able to damage someone's penis, they wouldn't be able to sell it. I mean, it could no. absolutely damage well, your penis if you had it like trapped in there for a real long time. Damage how? Yeah, wait, yeah, your penis just wouldn't I, get I hard. assume it's not squeezing it or anything. If no, it, it just keeps it look, from getting hard. It definitely looks like it's squeezing it, though. Ooh. Yeah, isn't, yeah isn't the whole point that it's like bent at a naturally flaccid penis angle so if your penis tries to get hard it just gets compressed and doesn't oh, uh, that's I don't hurt. know about that but it also couldn't get hard in the first place then could it yeah I, I think know. so yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know how it works I'm sure it could why, why wouldn't it be able to I don't know the exact because, because it, of, your penis can't like uh, exceed Spatial limits, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, no, but like it still like try to, which would be very painful, is what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 it would be, I guess. But, but I, I mean, I feel like again, the immediate part of pain, the kink, though. Well, uh, yeah, I guess. I was gonna say maybe like the immediate pain or the immediate, uh, like how it's unable to expand would cause the brain to stop sending hard juice down to your penis to expand it. So it just stops. <laughs> hard juice, <laughs> blood. Oh, <laughs> god. Blood. I, Guys, I'm not feeling this episode today. I think I'm out of hard juice. Sorry. Can we name that the episode? Yeah, please hard, name it hard juice. You mean Blood Jackson? <laughs> yeah, I guess I no, no, it means hard juice. <laughs> I've just got a whole bunch of hard juice flowing through me. Jackson's full of hard juice today. <laughs> What's blood? Gross. Hard juice. Is that the stuff that makes my cock throb? Hard juice. Well, Jackson, you still not brought a topic. Yeah, actually, I did. You son of a bitch. I saw that you had posted recently about the uh, fighting game community creating community-wide conduct. What does that mean? What have they banned now, Kaya? Oh, God. Uh, I haven't fucking... It's not a topic I'm too invested in. I just saw this and read this Kotaku article that the 
Finding game community is now having a code of conduct, which every single time they introduce a code of conduct, all it means is, you know, it, it's supposed to curb trash talk, they say. But of course, the article immediately calls literally anyone who trash talks an asshole, an edgy asshole that needs to be kept in check. So I suppose what it means is that the next time at a Mortal Kombat tournament, if some player says get fucked, he's going to get banned for life. That's all this means. Oh. I, I highly doubt this is somehow going to stop Smash players from fucking boys. Uh, so well, yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was wondering. I thought maybe they like made pedophilia illegal in their community finally, or something like that. But <laughs> if it's just finally, <laughs> after all these years, we figured out the solution. <laughs> no more pedophilia. Um, <laughs> according to this article on Kotaku, it says much like a similar project in the Smash community, the document is a list of common sense rules that includes a firm stance against several forms of abuse and harassment, hygiene standards, and prestigious <laughs> for when these terms are violated. So I guess they're more uh, like worried about how clean uh, people in the community are. That is a Which big makes, issue, though. That, that is, is an actually issue. big issue. From, from yeah. everything that is I've a heard. big issue, apparently. Yeah. yeah. I'd be fine. But again, that. see, uh, of course, immediately says that exploit, uh, blah, blah, blah. Assholes were naturally threatened by guidelines that sought to keep them in check. No, it, it, you're the asshole. You're going to use this to ban literally everyone for having any sort of fun. This is the same um, shit that Twitch does, which is uh, with its fucking terms of service where you can't use a word, uh, word like simp or you're going to get banned. But you can spread me, your pussy on stream. Call me a pussy if you want, uh, Kai, but I absolutely think people I can't. be banned from it's these It's against the code of conduct. I think these people should be banned from the corners if they're showing up with unwashed clothes and cum stains on their t-shirts and shit. Yeah. They smell like shit. It's not okay. Fuck yes, that. that I agree to. I, I don't know why they have to be told to wash their hands and wipe their asses. And just the policing the language. They're just a bunch of... It's just people having fucking fun playing video games. They're just... They're going to ban them for life now for saying uh, fuck you or something. So what, what do you think is more illegal in the in the community? Showing up dirty and, like, smelly or telling that person that they smell dirty and awful and calling them a stinky fuck? Probably the second one for the second longest one, time. Yeah. yeah, the second one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, mean, I guess at some point one of them just got sick of fucking smelly 15-year-old boy pussy. So now they want those boys to wash. <laughs> well, I mean, keep in mind the fucking there was a big ass smash tournament not too long ago where they had to issue like disqualifications if you showed up too stinky. <laughs> you remember which one it, one, one it was? Is it like a participation medal but for stinkiness? Like the award for most stinky. How do you enforce that? Is is a judge going around smelling like some yeah. sort of a cheese taster? Going around just smelling armpits, like no, it was like smell detectors. No, at the you're front. disqualified. Front of the convention. It was, all right, here I I found the actual post. It was the Tallahassee Smash League, and it was this is not a joke post. Please take this seriously. And it was on like their Facebook page organizing the tournament. Due to the nature of the establishment we host tourneys in, the leasing office, leasing is of the utmost importance. The staff tries hard to keep the place looking and smelling great for incoming tours and current residents, and we cannot do anything to put this in jeopardy. We will continue to be allowed to have bi-weekly tournaments at University Village, Melee, and Smash, but please, everyone try to be sanitary and make an effort to at least smell neutral when entering the venue. <laughs> Not even good. At the, at the price of losing a bi-weekly tournament, we cannot afford to have a place smelling terribly as it 
it has been, being labeled by some as Stinky Day when the tournament arrives. <laughs> I love Smash, and we'll continue to do what we can to make sure we have these tournaments, as, as, as many tournaments as possible. I just need the cooperation from the community on something that should be common sense. Pre-tourney showering and adequate deodorization is the ideal. Stinky so, Day. Smelly Day. Stinky is that Day. Like- it's like D-Day for hotel service workers. It's like, oh, here yeah. come the fucking furry smash players. God, they Stinky have n- fucking nose clamps. They have clothes clamps on their nose. <laughs> Why do people not wash? I don't get that. So you guys know that when, you know, when you first ever like start dating girls or you ever first properly talk to one or meet one or just hang out, you're like, oh, she smells nice. How do I do that? How, how come she smells like vanilla all the time? It's because, you know. A shower and then a nice lotion that's all it takes and somehow guys don't want to do this warm showers are nice why, why aren't you taking one it's now, easy it's easy there's, to smell there's nice. another thing you can do to smell nice actually another mm. very convenient thing you can do to smell nice you could use hawthorne mm. isn't that right kaya yeah tell me about it tell yeah. me how uh, oh so, i will this is directed at the uh fighting game community now yeah. listen closely to yeah, Andrew. Andrew. If, boys. if you're a smash player or a fighting game stinky community boys. player <laughs> or, or if you're a stinky boy if you know what if you're anyone if you're any human being out there alive right now you need to smell good it is so important and you can smell your best using hawthorne's premiumly tailored personal care brands that make it easy for guys to smell and feel their best. You'll start with a quiz, and they'll ask you some questions like, hey, man, do you smoke? Hey, man, like, what, what do you like to do on a Friday night? And you'll think, well, what do these questions have to do with how do I smell? But what they do is they factor it into their patented formula and go, well, you'd probably enjoy these scents, or maybe you'd like to smell like this, or maybe you should treat these things or take care of this. And you'll go, wow, that was a great little quiz that helped me. If you want to upgrade your self-care routine, Hawthorne is a fun and convenient way to get super high-quality products tailored for your needs. Boys, I'm I'm a big mint boy. I'm a big mint fan. I like eating mints. I like the Mm -hmm. smell of mint. I enjoy mint. And I went on Hawthorne, and I did their quiz, and I looked through all their stuff, and I found that they have a hydrating mint and eucalyptus body wash. And I went, you know, I like mints. I I think koalas are, are neutral. So I can do mint and eucalyptus. Let's do it. It's great. It's lovely. Smells nice. I use it all the time. Mm. Hawthorne will even take the risk out of giving out of this by giving you free shipping on your order and returns. If you don't like your products, you can retailer them based on your feedback. You can do what I did. Maybe you'll even get that nice little mint and eucalyptus body wash. It might be just for me. Maybe they tailored it specifically for me and not for you. So if so, get fucked. Ha ha. Take that. But I don't think that's right. And if that's not right, you can take the quiz and prove me wrong. Take the quiz today and get started on your personalized self-care routine by going to hawthorne.co and using promo code official to get 10% off of your first purchase. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot C-O, promo code official. If you're a stinky boy, <laughs> you need to stop. And you can do it with hawthorne.co, promo code official for 10% off. That was the perfect ad for the topic. Thank it you. Was we but didn't yeah, even plan well, that. Yeah. Smell that, nice that for God's just sake. happened. We did not in any way plan that. That was always, absolutely perfect. If I if I was like the owner of a hotel chain, because most of these things uh, like take place in hotel conference centers, right? Like these events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, if I if I was uh, like a hotel chain manager or whatever, I would absolutely ban like these gaming tournaments and, and anime and no. uh, fairy brony convention so shit. So let's why they let's, they gotta be good money. And advertising, but it's steep. Let's dive into how big of an issue this is. There's a fucking <laughs> there's a fucking know your meme page called Smash Players Smell, and it's just documenting <laughs> all like these different places that people are complaining about stinky boys. Like, God damn! I I, I think so you can talk- make money elsewhere. I think like remember the fairy. What was it? Rain forest i think rainforest con something like that some kind of fairy convention where they actually like all the fairies caused Im- immense damage to the property with how like degenerative their behavior oh, was yeah. like, they were, remember that they were like overflowing toilets destroying smoke alarms in the hotel rooms they were having orgies in ball pits and shit wasn't the wasn't the Ew. really bad one at the furry convention was they were leaving used diapers in the hallways yeah, yeah. that was a good one that was a really good one yeah. It was what also, the fuck? What is wrong with It was with also them? really obscure. Is, wasn't wasn't that also shit? the one? Wasn't there also a furry convention where they ran out of HIV tests two minutes in? For, which uh-huh. I don't even know why they had. There was yeah, another one too. I, I, I I'm not joking. Yeah. One. Yeah, they, they had an HIV testing booth because all these guys are gay and they all fuck each other, and they ran out of tests two seconds into the convention. And uh, they were revolting over it. <laughs> okay Man. anyway you know I, i'm on your side now actually you know what jackson's right ban ban these things ban conventions i don't want you people here shower or fuck off <laughs> they make a shitload of money yeah but not but yeah, not with must. some some of these groups i don't want to name <laughs> <There> names <laughs> <laughs> somebody posted the tweet it's midwest fur fest <laughs> that's a pretty cool name midwest fur fest <laughs> i like that <laughs> So we talked about the last time we all ran, but when's the last time you guys took a, not a shower, but a bath? Uh, Charlie, when was Gasparilla? You took a bath on Gasparilla? I did. That was uh, two years ago, January. I I specifically (laughs) remember the last, yeah, the last time I took a bath, I, I woke up at like, Two or three in the morning, and I had horrible, horrible leg cramps for some reason to where I was in such pain that I was vomiting. And uh, the only thing I thought might help, aside from, like, pain pills and all the shit I was doing, was to get in a warm bath and kind of relax my muscles. So that was the last time I took a bath. It did actually help a lot. Yeah, Um, so a while back, I was... I was listening to Bill Burr's one of his specials and he talked about, you know, how grown men just shower. None of us take baths. And I sat there thinking, wow, that's true. I haven't even considered taking a bath <laughs> until yeah. until I heard that bit. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a bath. I want to see what the hoopla is all about. I want to see why women love this so much. So I, well, I do Women right and thing. Jackson. I want to throw that at <laughs> women and Jackson. I enjoy right, that. so women. When do yeah. you take a bath? <laughs> you don't when have, was the last time you took a bath? Don't worry, you don't have to be embarrassed. I'm going to vouch for you. I, I, I love baths now, but... So first I do the responsible thing. I shower. I clean yeah. my ass. I do everything. Well, you do I get myself sparkly well. clean. Shower afterwards. Right. Well. Right. Because you don't want to stew in your own ass juices. And um, so I take a shower. I scrub the tub, you know, get it all nice, sparkling clean. I put some, I don't know, soap in. I guess I, I don't think I even had soap. I, I like just ran a bunch of uh, shampoo down there. 
Yeah. So, you guys know you you guys know when a dog or a cat sees something and they're super scared of it, but they try to slowly approach it, and you as the intellectually superior human, you watch them like it's just a it's just a shoe, you dummy. It's not gonna hurt you, but they're super scared of it. That's how I felt about the bath. So I dipped my <laughs> foot in. And it felt so weird because I literally never had my foot in something that warm and deep. And I put my other foot in. And so now I'm standing in the tub. I'm lowering myself. I'm squatting down. My ass cheeks touch the water. I'm kind of scared. I recoil just like a cat from the shoe. <laughs> my, my, and now I go lower. I'm like, ah, ah, oh, wait, this good feeling. Not bad. I'm not being hurt. This is good, actually. My balls touch the water. And I recoiled again. And again, I had to tell myself explicitly, this is okay. It's not hurting you. And then I lowered I, more and more of my body into the water I and really leaned back. It. And it was mind blowing how comfy it felt yeah. in a hot bath. It's a, well, it's basically just like a spa bath. Like it's, it's not like I've not been you're to not a, a pussy spa. to hop in a spa or anything. No, but you know, like the jacuzzis and shit. You're not a pussy for yeah, hopping yeah, no, in those. I agree. I, I, I don't think it's an effeminate or pussy thing to do. It's just that I literally have not taken a bath ever since I was like three years old and my mom was bathing me. It, it, it hasn't even occurred to me. I don't know why. Well, because I, uh, I think it's kind of gross. You just have like butthole juices and all that. Like all your filth yeah. is floating in the thing that you're using to clean yourself. It's also yeah. in no, a shower beforehand. Well, it's also inefficient. Yeah, it's like beforehand. you got to wait for the whole bath to fill up and like wait for the water to get hot yeah, for that to you have like, that. Then you yeah. have 30 minutes of relaxation and you Oh yeah, I I mean I did baths hurt. for relaxation. I used to like meditate in baths a long well, yeah, no, time no one's ago. Saying, like it's great, but I don't think anyone's claiming bath for cleanliness. I I, yeah. I don't think anyone would claim that. Yeah. I mean when I was a kid I used to take baths for cleanliness all the time, but yeah. I think it's something you grow out of, you know. Showering yeah, is Yeah, I mean that's how I always thought about it is I'm not going to take a fucking bath what am I five? But it's actually nice. You know, again, if you shower beforehand and get yourself clean and the top clean, then it can be relaxing. Or, I mean, I've taken hot baths and cold baths. Like ice baths. Oh, Jesus Christ. What? What? Ice bath is brutal. Oh, they're fun. They're awesome. I I did one and I I said, so I can sit actually in the ice bath longer than the hot ones because. I just overheat. I start sweating. Like my forehead actually starts dripping with sweat and then I get dizzy and I have to get out. But cold ones, I sat in for like half an hour and I got out, Charlie. And I thought to myself, okay, I'm dried up now. I'm going to get in bed. I'm going to, I'm about to feel so fucking cozy. My feet are going to be in heaven after that ice bath. I was wrong. I actually couldn't feel my feet and I started freaking out. I literally couldn't feel my toes <laughs> for like 20 minutes. They were <laughs> numb God. and I was Googling. I was Googling hypothermia, what it looks like. <laughs> Lord. So I slowly got the feeling back and I was fine, but still. Kai is the most likely of all of us to like have to lose a limb to amputation or something with all the shit he does. <laughs> Why? It's a cold bath. I don't, I'm not a daredevil. Jeez Louise. I'm right there with you though, Kaya. I've always been a big fan of baths. You're just like a big kid. You bathe in baths, you play with <laughs> Legos, you like Star Wars. It's very cute. <laughs> yeah, but What's I'm the happy last time you took a bath, so. Charlie? I, I I genuinely cannot remember the last time I took take a bath. Take one. Try yeah, it. Take yeah, one take right one. now on the podcast. Clean, Do it. Cl- clean yourself nice and 
nice beforehand. Make yourself nice and sparkly. Shower, shower your asshole. And the tub, uh, like scrub it nicely and then take a hot bath. Yeah, I appreciate Kai actually giving it a chance and see, and opening his mind to new experiences. Kai, uh, Charlie, you're just a bigot. You're a bath bigot. Just try it. You'll be surprised how comfortable uh, look, it is. Think about it this way, that because this is the thought process that I also had in mind, is I've, I've drawn other people plenty of baths, like my girlfriends. I, I'd be like, just to be able to do something nice with them, I'd just make them a nice bath with whatever the fuck the, the bubbles they, they have, the soaps they put in them and the scents and shit. Oh, the bath I was bombs. thinking, like, they like it. Why wouldn't I? Like, how come, how come this thing that I consider to be a super nice thing to do for someone else, I would never do for myself? That doesn't make sense. I want to try this now. And I just I don't did. get and why... You know what? Honestly, it's good. Why did it get the reputation of being only a, a female thing? I don't, I don't understand. It's That's just a water. really good question. Where did that, where did that come from? Because you would think before, like, modern plumbing, it was far easier to take a bath than a shower, and everyone was taking baths. So it, when know. did it become this thing where it's like, oh, you challenge well, for men and bathing's assume, for women? I assume it's because, like, back in the 50s or 60s or whenever the Industrial Revolution was happening and we had showers or whatever, like, it was more efficient for men just to hop in a quick one-minute shower and hop yeah. out and then get back to work. It is, it is, That's yeah, it's really not it's a inefficient. bad theory. Yeah. It's inefficient and it's frivolous. You know, baths are frivolous. You don't do them to get clean. You just do them as a relaxation thing. And that's, I guess, you know, can, many men would consider that very gay, which they shouldn't. Hot baths are nice. Yeah, so it's, it's not, it's, n- it's not gay to enjoy yourself. It's, it's not, it's not bad to <laughs> relax. <laughs> Official podcast wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if oh, it was gay, it'd still be a good thing. It doesn't matter. Gay's not a bad term. Fuck off. I enjoy baths. Yeah, honestly, I don't either. give a shit if it makes me gay. I like baths. I don't think anyone considers it a bad term anymore, Jackson. <laughs> I just want to make sure. <laughs> well, it's girly. No, it's but not. It we can be. make it yeah, manly. No, I, I'm saying that's a lot of men consider it girly. I'm saying they shouldn't. They're fun. They're relaxing. They're wrong. Well, if you, if you just keep considering it girly, then it, it's always just going to have that reputation, and then we're we're going to ostracize further men from taking baths. <laughs> and this then is Charlie's such a fucking get to experience it. This is a really big enigma. I've been looking up why, like, when baths became considered feminine, or why taking a shower is considered more manly. And every single answer I'm getting is everyone says, "No, I don't consider baths feminine. They're great." So why is this? A, why is this a thing that we hmm. all agree on? Yeah, <laughs> isn't that weird, right? Yeah, <laughs> who's lying to us? Yeah, <laughs> is, is it in our DNA, the male DNA, to just find I, baths gay? <laughs> I have no idea. Why are baths getting a bad rap when every answer I'm finding is just there's nothing wrong with taking a bath. It's not feminine. Go ahead and do it. Like, well, you, what the yeah, fuck? But me and Kyle all, opened our eyes. Said, it's you and yeah, Charlie but, that need to answer look, this. No, growing up, no one has ever told me only women yeah. take baths. Yet we, all of us, have this ingrained somehow idea. And it's like Inception. Somehow, put, someone put this idea in our dreams that you know, if you take a bath, <laughs> you, you totally gotta fuck dick while you're inside your And even ball. then, <laughs> even then, I'm finding fucking opposite research. Some people are saying baths are bad for women because they can irritate the vagina with all the bacteria in the water. 
Yeah, that's what, what I'm the fuck? Bots yeah. are purely for you know men. That's a man. This is, yeah, bathing yeah. is for men. We're making that declaration right now. If you're a big, strong, manly man, you take a bath. <laughs> get in the shower, get women. The f- <laughs> get the fuck out of my tub in the kitchen. I'm gonna be a sexist. Only I take baths from now on. <laughs> Draw me a bath, bitch, and light some candles. Yeah, yeah and then make me men. a sandwich. <laughs> fuck. Oh, baby, we we got two topics for the fucking title of this one. Baths are for men. And what what was it? Hard juice. Uh, yuck! Fill a bathtub <laughs> with hard juice. That's a which manly is funny bath. because that, that's another <laughs> aspect that you have to keep in mind. By the way, hot baths will make you sterile. Studies have shown that like a hot bath three times a week will leave a man's sperm like basically dead for six months. No, nice. oh, Jesus, it's contraception. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when laptops were first becoming a thing and there was that big run around? It's like, don't put it in your lap. It bakes your sperm and kills it. Does anyone still <laughs> care about that shit? I don't care about my sperm. No, because it, it seems like no I mean, one gives I, a flying fuck about that anymore. I, I mean, you I me- care you that it's cell hot. Phones? I don't like it being hot on my yeah. cell phones had the same shit. They were like, don't put your cell phone in your in your pocket near your dick because it'll irradiate your balls and destroy your sperm. Put it in your shirt pocket or your back pocket. It's yeah. like no one gives a fuck maybe, about Maybe that you would have anymore. the opposite reaction if you put your cell phone on your balls, like it irradiates your sperm and then it turns them into like superhumans and shit. But no one's brave oh, enough maybe. to do that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Or no one's brave enough to put their phone yeah. near their balls. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think anyone cares. Anyone who doesn't, who isn't currently trying to have a child. You know, if you're a couple and you want a baby, then maybe you look this stuff up online. But other than that, who the fuck knows? Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Uh, uh, who, who even cares mm-hmm. about this? Yeah. Eventually, you should get to you the point where hey. technology should Sorry. get to the point where we choose when we are able to produce sperm. So you can just turn it on when you're trying to get a woman pregnant and then just turn it off any other time. Well, we. Uh, I mean, I guess we kind of do have that technology. Wait, wait, we do? Yeah, it's called contraception. Oh. Yeah, you well, no, yeah, no, pill, but Jackson. I mean, I, it's technology. <laughs> I guess, but that's there's still like a point one percent chance that the contraception doesn't hold. True, but which is why hot baths are again good for men because it kills your sperm temporarily. It doesn't make you, t- you know, permanently sterile and impotent or anything. It just apparently just really reduces death. the potency of your s- yeah, semen. Yeah, kind of does boil them to death, I guess, which is a gross <laughs> way to put it. But turns your nutsack into a stew. Ew. All sorts of gross things are coming out of you this episode. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop leaking your fluids everywhere, Jackson. Wait, does that Ew. mean if you if you came in the not, well came immediately after the bath, it would be like uh like super hot sperm I, that it yeah they'd be dead. like crying and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just hear screaming. I don't know. <laughs> All I remember is reading the study that hot baths three times a week. If you do that, your sperm is dead for like a couple of months. Like your your balls are not going to be producing proper sperm. Couple months. It's kind of insane. I, I even tested it for myself. Admittedly, never gotten anyone pregnant. Thank God, not yet. Oh well. Yeah. Mm. There's always time. Yeah. Not yet, though. All right, because we want to wrap. Yeah, yeah, we probably should. Take us out, Jackson. Thanks, everyone, for sharing your hard juices with us and joining us in this official bath. We appreciate mm. it. 
Uh, you can head on over to patreon.com slash the official podcast.com. Forgot our name for a second. <laughs> That's no. <laughs> no, that doesn't exist. Wait, what is it? The official uh, floor? What? What are you talking what about? about? Patreon.com slash the official podcast. We have yeah. official.men, which said. isn't up. It, it's only up when I feel like it, which I have to pay the server. I, I think I forgot. Um, yeah, patreon.com slash the official podcast for more bonus episodes. I think we have like 70 of them now, at least. Live chats. You get to listen to these live. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's everything. Ad-free. That is everything. Thank you. Bye, Thanks, everyone. guys. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.